Welcome to the Beard and Bun Show. I'm the Beard. I'm the Bun. We're back for another episode of the Beard and Bun Show. Thanks show, for tuning show, in. Show, 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 we should show. add some effects on here. I want the no, button don't that, go too crazy. I just want the button that's like that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Do you remember? This is very random, but I was trying to explain it to Tira, and she didn't really know what I was talking about. But I knew we're from the same era, would, so. But you know, like in those old rap songs, especially off like LimeWire and stuff, it was like, "Damn, son, where'd you find this?" Here's another one. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, she didn't, and so I just felt uh, stupid for a she, while. But she I, never I was like, "Damn, son, where'd you find this?" There's another one, and you know, and it had some loud racket and was after. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, okay. I'm glad you know. I'm yeah. glad you know. Every Sean Kingston song you would download off LimeWire would do it. Damn, son. Man, LimeWire. One time, uh, man. First of all, crashed my parents' computer, but also I down. I was trying to download like a Lion King song. <laughs> You got more than you bargained for. Really? Sh- straight porn. Straight porn. <laughs> it opens up with, How's it wet And they're all but dressed up. But I need you now. <laughs> they're dressed up like Simba and Nala. No, it, it had nothing to do with Lion King. I don't know. I I, I, mean, I don't know. But uh, let me tell you what. My nine-year-old self was like, this is so cool. You know, <laughs> this ain't the Lion King. And your mom would never open it because she saw Lion King on it. She'd Dude, like, I don't, okay, yeah, great. I don't know. I had an iPod video though <laughs> he so, transferred it over <laughs> well, i thought it was a song i thought it was a song you hit it you're in the middle of like just hanging out with your friends and like from the day i arrived <laughs> on this planet <laughs> yeah you know it did show you know plenty about anatomy and you know sure. just, the circle of life the circle of life so maybe exactly. it was the real lion king i guess it can't be mad you know i learned yeah um akuna matata but i i got you some I always like that phrase. I love gifts. It's a hecho, baby. Because hecho has sip hecho. They, uh, I guess we can't call it a sponsorship, but they're doing stuff. They're they're no dating hechos, and Dude. to me, that's a sponsorship. So I getting, don't really get getting Sancho on here with hecho, giving Cho a Cho. Would be great. Sancho's one of your buddies. Yeah. They don't. They don't know who Sancho Sancho's is. Sancho's a buddy of mine. But Cho and Cho. You said he's a funny dude. I don't even know him, but you yeah. said he's a funny dude. I, who, I, like I, he's like kind of put... like he's like a little ghetto. Right. He's from Miami. He's like from deep Miami. Okay. Uh, he's like Mr. Football down there. He had all types of scholarships to play football. Ended up at MCSU. That's how I ended up meeting him. Oh, okay. And um, I mean, he's a big old dude. He's like he played receiver. He played quarterback in high school. But he's like six five. Like you'll see this dude. He's like two forty. Just. Big old muscular dude, and he'll walk well, around. Let's get him on. And but the thing is, is we might have to have subtitles because Cho has a different language than us. He uh, is, he has the deep Southern Florida language, which that slang can sometimes be hard to hear. Yeah, and some of the phrases he says are just outlandish. You so throw a little hood in that mix. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. And he no, loves. We need to get him on. You, yeah, you mentioned that a while yeah. back. We should do. That. We gotta be careful. That episode definitely needs to make sure viewers are eighteen and older and not for kids when I hit those videos. There's maybe some extra editing involved. Oh, you know, it's gonna have that episode. We need to record on a Saturday and give me two weeks to do. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So, all right, yeah. But before we open, first of all, thank you, Hecho. Yeah, Sip Hecho, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but before we crack into these bad boys, yeah. Um, let me move that. The people Hetchy right there should know a little bit about how you know you got turned off. Of whiskey for a yeah. while because one night at this house, one late night. You know, yeah. we don't have to get into yeah. details on that. But New Year's, but yeah, New Year's. yeah. 
but it, that's all, that's it, all you it, need it to snuck say. up on you, yeah. you know, and it huh. got you. It didn't snip but, me. But then, <laughs> then when we had the podcast with Standard Proof and you tasted some of their yeah. stuff and yeah. meeting with them, it kind of reintroduced you back into the whiskey yeah. world. Yeah. No. Well, me as a whiskey guy, <laughs> leisurely and professionally, since I sell it, yep. you know, we sit by all these liquor bottles every day or every week. Every this is probably this is probably about 120, but I, I've I've total got probably right at the 200 mark of bottles. Yeah, um, yeah, he's got stuff that's not featured here. I mean, you guys, you probably can't even see the camera, can't even see down low now. You can't see what's under here. I don't know if they can yeah. see all this stuff. I that, don't even my know. My best yeah. stuff's on the show. With shelves, my wide frame, you probably can't see. He's got stuff over there in the corner. He's got stuff. I think that's my whistle whistle pig yeah. corner. And you got stuff and in boxes in the. The attic too, right? Yeah, in my and pantry. Stuff in the pr- he's got in stuff. A garage. Literally, if you rob this house, it's like a liquor store. <laughs> yeah, but don't rob me. You know, just ask, and maybe I can just give it to you. Just don't rob me. Um, but after after the standard proof thing, yeah, yeah. you know, you, you you were like, maybe you forgot how you yeah, did like yeah. whiskey. Oh, I you know, loved it. it. I loved I, it. Honestly, standard proof was a great intro way back. to like, yeah. like ease back into well, it was it. easy because robert was a cool guy and then like talking with him i was like all right i gotta at least try his stuff yeah like out of respect and then like you know sitting there sipping i was like okay this is not bad so it, it made my taste buds come back for it sure. you know when you do something not even just, oh yeah not even just with alcohol just anything and like it goes poorly it oh, yeah. turns you away from it for a while yeah like i threw up a honey bun when i was a kid and i couldn't eat honey buns for like three Ever. years yeah. yeah or you get food like food poisoning yeah. from like a restaurant like you just don't want to go back something. yeah so this is this is my intro yeah back. so i wanted to um this is my first time going outside of standard proof i got some glasses for us <laughs> These the, are the whistle pig glasses sent to me by whistle pig. Um, okay, uh, so I want to taste. I want to taste you on three things, just real quick. A little tour. It's gonna be very intro, slightly elevated, and then fun. That's the order we're gonna go in. So first, first one we're gonna try is fistful of bourbon. Okay, this is a that's what I'm about brand that's meant to be fun. Okay. Um, who, make, I, who makes this? What is the? If I remember. Well, I don't. I don't know if I remember everything correctly. That's I sell fine. this. Sure, sure. But, yeah. Um, so I don't, this is a I don't, brand that we can get locally. It's nothing crazy that you can't buy here. Yeah, it's it's a recently released brand. Oh, okay. Um, okay, and okay. let's see if if I remember correctly, they were one of the guys was pretty involved in um, blending whiskey in general. Okay. Um, and then they wanted to make a fun brand, specifically. Sure. Sure. Bourbon, and it's extremely like. Yeah, yeah. So is this, this is something the, you could buy. This is probably like thirty bucks or less at the store. Like it's oh, like okay. a, it, so it's, it's reasonable. Yeah, it's super reasonable. Compares with a and, regular handle of Jack, just price wise. Yeah, so I think yeah, price wise. Yeah. Um, this is a great. I believe it's ninety proof. Okay. Let's see. I'm gonna double check. Yeah, it's ninety proof, which is I think a great spot for bourbon, and um, like tequilas and vodkas and all that stuff. Generally right. eighty proof. But it is a super approachable if you're not used to sipping whiskey. This is a great one to start sipping with. Okay. And I, I've got multiple friends. You want more than that, or no, that's good. Since we're right. we got a couple to taste, around. So I'll taste it with you. Um, so this is definitely smells like whiskey. That's definitely whiskey. Yeah, this is. <laughs> um, it's sweet. It's light. You can cocktail with it, but. Um, some of the my good friends that are whiskey people, I tasted um, one of them on it, and he was like, he just went to the store and just started buying. It became like his daily whiskey. Oh, this you know? is? 
Yeah, this is oh, nice, yeah, this nice. was Jeremy's daily whiskey. Oh, so, so he's a big fan um, of this one then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Um so you know, just take a little sip. Do you know how to sip whiskey? Yeah. <laughs> not shoot it. No, I know I'm not just throwing it back. Okay. I know how to yeah. I know how to sip. So it, when I first started getting into whiskey, it took me a long time cuz you know, yeah. everything just tasted the same. I'm going to say I'm not you, but I know how to let it sit in my palate and taste it. That's and fair. Like, yeah, and like yeah. to you, if it just tastes like whiskey, then that's totally fine, but you'll still be able to tell whether you like it. Yeah, or not, right. Yeah. So, but like when I first started getting into whiskey, I I was like they just all taste the same. Yeah. Some burn a little more than others, but it just right. all tastes the same. Your and, job actually taught me how to drink whiskey because I didn't at first. Like back then, I was just like, yeah, down the gut. They're like, no, you didn't even taste it. I'm like, yeah, you want to, you know, smell it a little bit. My bad, I'm used and, to getting rowdy. <laughs> yeah, this ain't a party yet. Like you don't ever go but, home at night and relax and just take a couple sips. I'm like, I guess not. <laughs> so, the, it smells good. I would say, anytime you taste any whiskey, whether you're used to it or not. The first sip always is just going to shock the nerve endings in your tongue, right? You know, right. it's just so you don't really necessarily go off the first sip, go off the second. That's kind of how I True. just so have a sip, you know. Salute. Welcome back to Whiskey Salute. World, baby. Not a harsh finish, so it doesn't like. No, it, it doesn't really burn. burn. Yeah. yeah, that's so a finish. When people say, oh, it's got a harsh finish or it's got a soft finish or finish is about the chest. Yeah, it's about the chest, (laughs) the back of the throat. Yeah. And some (laughs) some people like a harsh finish where, like, you know, you can feel it go down. And I feel like um, when I'm sick, I like that that hard finish because it like clears me up. But like, yeah, I'm just casually sipping. Yeah, I'm not a not a fan of that. Yeah, I'm not super. I don't love a super harsh finish. I like rye whiskeys and rye whiskeys generally have, you know, that spice and a little bit more burn to it. Right. Um. But I really like that, you know, for like a daily, you know, you just get home and like have one or two pours of it, um, especially for the cost. So they don't have a distillery. Um, I cannot remember where they're blending their whiskey from. Most places are either getting it from somewhere in Kentucky or there's a place in Indiana called MGP. Yeah, it's bottled in uh, New York, but that don't mean anything. It. it I'm gonna assume. Does it say distilled somewhere? I don't know. I would. So I would assume it just Indiana says or bottle. Um, no, that's. I really like that. I do. Good. That's pretty good. No, yeah. It's definitely got some sweetness. There's like a tiny bit of spice on the back end, but I think that's why I like it. Because it's like it goes in easy. Yeah, that's what she said. Goes yeah. in easy, yeah, but it goes down a little bit rockier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna burn just the right amount. No, it's definitely super approachable. So this is one. There's Big a couple. Fam. There's a good, Big good. Fam. There's a couple whiskeys that I sell, and my pitch is like, this is a perfect intro whiskey. Yeah, where um, generally ninety proof. To 80 proof is where I would start people. Um, and this being 90 proof, honestly, drinks like an 80 proof. It's just real yeah. smooth, and that sweetness helps cut that alcohol where burn. This, where, like, location-wise? Is, where is it sold? Most, well, not just sold, but, like, what makes sense, like, when you're selling it into a place? Like, what type of place makes sense to sell something like this to? Because um, obviously you're downtown Broadway, so it's kind of hard to go in there and sell. Yeah, so like, a lot of this it's stuff. It's going to compete with the big brands. A lot of the stuff name. that I sell... 
in general that my company sells may not have a home on Broadway. Okay. Um, right. But I, this is my fourth route within my company. Yeah. So I I say this is totally good for cocktails because it's, it's 90 proof, so it's got a, enough alcohol to yeah. stand up in a cocktail. And it's So you cost. could do some old-fashioned yeah. with it, and it's low cost, so your margins are good. Um, or if it's a, just a general whiskey bar, yeah, they're going to have people that come in there, especially oh, wow. girls who yeah. like their boyfriends or husbands want to go to a whiskey bar, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, I don't like whiskey. You know, this something like something. this is a way for them, like, yeah, throw this with a little bit of ice. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I can see that. it's going to be super easy for them to drink, and that sweetness is going to make it right. Even it's more so weird because my wife would rather drink whiskey than beer, like or any type of fruity sweet drink. My wife would rather take this right here, yeah. Versus, all right, can you make me like some little like no that fruity? That's awesome. Like, <laughs> I, and and uh, Tira, she's a dude. She's a who Tira or your wife? No, my wife. <laughs> well, Tira Tira drinks like a dude. Like Tira's yeah. a whiskey neat type person, and we're married to dudes. Yeah, <laughs> it's twenty twenty three, man. No, I really right. like that. I like that a lot. So that's intro. Fist, fist what was that? Fistful, fistful of bourbon? Yeah. Fistful. Or fistful. Yeah. Fistful. Oh. Okay. I don't remember the reason behind the name. I, you know, I mean, I I'm guess, not the best sales rep, okay? I'm guessing it's to play off the I'm just kidding. I'm the best. Fistful of. You know, when it's like you got a fistful of this, like fistful of, like three separate words. Like I yeah, that's saying. that's what, that's, this that's, is that's, fistful. Oh, fistful. All right. You see what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, yeah. Whatever. You got a handful. You got a fistful. Yeah. All right. Well, next we're, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go to popular as hell, highly okay. sought after. All right. Very very good. I've heard the name. He note bourbon. Yeah. Blanton's. Just, just looking at the bottle and Blanton's it. is. I don't want to sound cliche. It's one of my favorites. I I don't know. Do all their it's bottles got, like that? Look like that? Are they all that cool? Um. So this bottle has this like fishnet thing on it. Yeah. They don't all, some of them come in a bag. Um, very, I had one in a bag. I think I gave it away, but, um, yeah, very pirate vibe. <laughs> well, to me, you know, this, this whole like netting is a little bit sexual. It's kind of like lingerie on a bottle <laughs> and I'm a fan, but, um, you like seeing it like that, <laughs> but Blanton's is one of the ones that when people first start getting into the whiskey world, they yeah. go to a liquor store and they're like, Hey man, you got any Blanton's? And then the the clerk yeah. is like laughing at him. He's For like, sure. "No, I've never heard of it." He's like, "No, we don't have Blanton's." But he's he's got three cases behind the <laughs> counter. <laughs> yeah. The bourbon in the whole world is shady, but um. So you like your Blanton's dress a little sexy, is what you're saying? Turns you on. Who who wouldn't, man? I'm not gonna lie, I love that one. Every time I look at when I come in here, I, that's the first when I sit down. Those two bottles that have the netting on it are the first two I see every time. Yeah. It's There's a, tra- a third one over there, too. I got That one's kind of harder to see. But those yeah. two, when I'm sitting down, like, in my peripheral, like... There's definitely something cool, sexy, unique, eye-catching, and genius. interesting about the bottle. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know if you know, but people collect these caps because there's I a horse that. on top. And each horse has a letter. So, this has the letter... N. N. And the goal is to collect... All the letters, not of the alphabet, but if you collect all the letters, it'll spell Blanton's. Oh, that's cool. And then each horse is showing a different stage of the gallop when the oh, horse yeah. is racing yeah, for, yeah, like, yeah. Kentucky Derby. When you spell um, the word Blanton's. Yeah. Oh, nice. So it, 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 you know, they don't, all the horses are in a different, like, trot state. Right. But, is that your goal? Um, <laughs> no, nah, I mean, like. I, or it doesn't matter to you. I don't really care. I've got one of the stands. Like, they make special stands where you can, like, put the put corks in. in and spell it out. But I don't really care that much because. I don't have space for it, but, um, so Blanton's 
93 proof. This was the original single barrel whiskey ever. Um, so this is comes from the Buffalo Trace Distillery, the same lineup, so this same, is same same place, same brand as all that. <clears throat> yeah, so same people that do Buffalo Trace and Weller, yeah, and Sazerac, yeah, they do Buffalo Trace. So they're doing Hermine well. Blanton's. Oh yeah, they're doing well. They're doing real. They're doing well. Weller. They're doing Weller. They're selling well. So this is ninety three proof. Um, there's a couple other like really high end Blanton's, like Blanton's Gold, Blanton's Straight from the Barrel. Those are easily thousand dollar bottles plus so i don't have any of those <laughs> but i've got like four normal blends um, is there but, like a limited supply of those or is there like a plethora of it you just have to spend no there is not a plethora okay. there's not a plethora right. that's the thing about bourbon and a lot of people um i actually had someone come up to me one day when they saw that i was a liquor rep in nashville right. and they were um they were from out of town and they were like uh, we're here to celebrate our buddy's 50th birthday and we want to get him like some really good whiskey. Right. Yeah. And I told him a couple of things and they're like, no, we want to spend a lot. <laughs> and I was like, well, here's the thing about bourbon is it's very different than scotch. Okay. Right. Scotch. If you want a Macallan 18 year, you just walk into the store and buy it and you drop your whatever three, $400 or Johnny Walker blue label. You can get it anywhere. Right. You just have to have the money. Bourbon's not always like that. Bourbon could be, you know, this Blanton's, you know, this, the store will sell it to you. It's under a hundred dollars a bottle. Right. But it's extremely hard to get it. Bourbon is more about who, you know, right. Interesting. So it's a totally, I'm like, don't get hung up on the dollar thing. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. So I told him, I was like, all right, you need to go to this liquor store. You need to ask for this dude. He's going to come from the back. You tell him, you know, me, my name is yeah. Chase Prater. <laughs> and you tell him that I sent you. And he's gonna go in the back, and so I don't know. Gonna grab some. Yeah, so I don't know to this day if they did that. But they, so, why is it harder to get a hold of? Uh, the supply is way more limited. Okay. So, um, bourbon has a crazy history of. It was really popular, you know. Right. It, you right. know, pre-prohibition and then po- post-prohibition in America, it was really popular, and then in the uh, the sixties and seventies. That's kind of when the hippie movement started, right? Um, so things changed. <laughs> well, what happened was people switched to vodka, right? And that was a, then vodka became a really hot spirit um, in the United States. Normally, it was Russian, so like Smirnoff was one of the big brands, right? Then, right. You know, um, so people switched from brown liquor to vodka, and it was supposed to be healthier. And so it, there was a there was a ten to twenty year phase where vodka was the spirit. So then bourbon fell back um and then probably in the early to mid 2000s bourbon started gaining popularity again the thing with bourbon is you can't just make 10 year old bourbon no it's gotta you know, sit. it takes 10 freaking years yeah, right yeah. so um and that it has continued to get more and more popular every single year so so what happens is you know to maintain you know if they put an age statement on a bottle right that is legally regulated, right? So, like, um, let's see. Knob Creek used to have a ten or a nine-year age statement on it, or something. Yeah. I don't, I don't yeah, even know yeah. if it still does anymore. But what? Because what happened was they weren't able to keep up with production, 
That makes sense. Because, you know, the demand was higher than the supply, right? So now what happens is, especially down here in the South, close to Kentucky, Tennessee, but... um, (laughs) And a country song will come out tomorrow, and everybody's like, I got to get that. (laughs) Yeah, and then then liquor stores are able to charge a large amount for it. So, like, some of these, like, that... uh, Supply and demand. I I don't know if I should... I'm not going to give exact numbers here, but... Right. um, There's multiple bottles up there that cost under $100 that the liquor store will sell you for 300 ish And that's a very high markup for a liquor store. But then if you bought it from a dude on a secondary market, right. it will cost closer to uh, six to 900 Even though it... And, Whoa. and I think that's crazy. Um, so what they do, since they can charge that markup, they hold it back. And they do things like they'll they'll do um, lotteries. Like I did one this last right. year. So I had to go in a store, and they were like, every fifty dollars you spend, you get a raffle ticket. Right. So I went in there and dropped one hundred fifty bucks, got three raffle tickets. Yeah. You know, and then they did the drawing on you know December tenth, and you know I didn't get shit. You know, right. so I blew one hundred fifty bucks. So they're able to. It's all about scarcity, right? Yeah. You know, but they're able to make a lot of money off. Yeah, because of that. Which hey, I, I mean, that's just straight business, supply and demand, it's, man. It's genius. Like it's genius. It, and also another thing is, especially with some older bourbons, right? Um, so compare. Sorry, you're getting me on a tangent, but I love this stuff. It's, it's okay. really interesting. So, um, bourbon has to be. It doesn't have to be in Kentucky. It just has to be in America, right? Yeah. There's a couple other stipulations, but one of the main ones is it has to go in a new white oak barrel. So, as soon as that barrel is you know however four five ten twenty years old they right. dump the whiskey out you cannot put more whiskey in that and call it a bourbon interesting so what Why? they do that's just one of the stipulations of bourbon is it has that's to just be a law <laughs> yeah of, like you could age stuff in there and you could call it whiskey american whiskey but right. it cannot be, be bourbon. legally bourbon so what all of these major distilleries do buffalo trace jim bean jack daniels all of even the little guys like local distilleries they'll sell their barrels Scotland and Ireland and they literally ship thousands and thousands every year of empty used bourbon barrels to Scotland and Ireland just to make whiskey because Scotland and Ireland doesn't have to be in a brand new barrel right that's wild so so what happens is like when you look at scotch and you're like oh this this is a 20 year old scotch and then you look at bourbon you're like oh this is a 6 year old bourbon you know yeah, and they cost the same I didn't know that so then but there's two reasons. One, because that barrel has already been used in Scotland. So, like, it's a second-pass barrel. So Or so a third pass. Can it still so, be considered bourbon, then? Out of Scotland? Yeah. No, they're making scotch. But what, or I'm talking about if it goes to, like, Ireland. Like, those so, barrels that they're getting the first so, time, can it still be called bourbon at that point, or is it still whiskey? When Scotland receives a barrel... That is a used barrel, and it's already been used to make bourbon. So you can't ever use it again to make bourbon, no matter where it's at. Correct. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's why they ship them to Scotland because they're going to make scotch. Yes. That like makes sense. all the Jameson you've ever drank. Yeah. There's like a 95 percent chance it came out of a used bourbon barrel from America. From America. Yeah. <laughs> so Scotland. So you're talks- saying Conor McGregor's Popper Twelve is from America, possibly. There's probably a couple <laughs> molecules in there that came from freaking Jim Beam or Jack. That's wild. Um. So that's one way that they can reduce their cost is selling those used barrels. So then they get to Scotland, right? Yeah. It's a 
X bourbon barrel. It's been emptied, but it's a barrel. Right. Okay. So it's interesting. A lot of a lot of big people like from Scotland, they talk shit about American whiskey, but it's like we use our barrels, bro. Yeah. Like you get your shit. Baddies. Your shit's already. You, like there's a, there's like a tenth of a percent of that yeah. is gonna be bourbon. Like you can't yeah. don't yeah. talk mad shit. There's but anyway, a small made in America sticker on there somewhere. Somewhere in there, man. <laughs> so that's one reason why Scotch is always older than bourbon right. because right. you know most of the sh- good shit came out real quick in the bourbon, and now you're gonna have to age it a lot longer to get the same flavor, yeah. right? The second reason Scotch in Irish whiskey is and Japanese as well, um, is older than bourbon hmm. is because it's a colder climate. So uh, so in Kentucky and Tennessee, you know, our winters are zero degrees, our summers are 100 degrees. But in those rick houses, you know, you're talking about 150 degree temperature shifts in a year. Yeah, so yeah. that pushes the whiskey out of the wood and then it sucks it into the wood. So yeah. like you're getting these huge temperature changes, yeah. which is moving it's the like whiskey. A t- it's like a tire. And like when the temperature changes, it loses pressure gains. Yeah, that, loses yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, the wood yeah. does the same thing. Right. And um, so it gets aged quicker because that whiskey is going in and I out of the you. wood yeah. more frequently and further yeah. in, deeper yeah, into yeah, the wood. That makes sense. So those are the two reasons why scotch is older than bourbon. Scotchy, scotch, scotch. <laughs> and, and Irish whiskey this too. while you're talking. Yeah, so my bad. I'm curious. So this is Blanton's 93 proof, first single barrel whiskey, Blanton. bourbon. Definitely a little more burn. It's a slightly higher proof, so I'm almost positive all of them are 93. Like, I don't know why I'm looking because I'm but I oddly positive. Like it but better. No, this no, has no disrespect to that, but. No, well, I mean, you know, you're talking. Um. Major jumps in category. category. This isn't one step above. This is probably two steps Ah. above. So you're going to get a lot more complexity. Like more like like that's more of a nicer dinner. And this is more of me and the boys eating some pizza. And this is more of ham at a steakhouse with my wife. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 100% right. Hit the nail on the head Nothing wrong with either of them. They they both have a home, man. You know, they both have a home. I more frequently would do this one. So they, (laughs) this one, do you feel like after after you swallow it, Mm Mm-hmm. For me, like some of that flavor lingers in my mouth a little bit longer. I you know, just had to do this. It, you know, to get some of the flavor out. And then you get it, so it, it's a little bit. It's sweet up front, and then it gets dry. You know, kind of dries your yeah, tongue off yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. That's coming from the extra that. age yeah, on the yeah. wood. Like, um, it's good though. Like I like it a lot. It's got a lot more. Like, so what's the price of this? What the liquor store pays for it, or no, what? Like, if I go in there, like I'm paying thirty for this. What am I paying for this? You really should never. Uh, people be taxing these days, okay? Right. But you should. I would never pay more than a hundred dollars for a bottle. Okay. I would feel comfortable. Really, what's realistic is going to be seventy to eighty bucks. Right. Um. So but people there's people out there that of what it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. And their margins. Doing just fine at that price, right, you know. Right, but right, right. Um, they also make these in fifty mls. Oh, and I've only ever seen one, and I was in Kentucky, and I wish I would have bought it, but it was twenty three dollars for a stupid fifty ml. But it was a glass bottle with a little mini horse on it it's and little, everything. So it's a grenade. 
It looks just like a grenade. No, they also make three seven five, so it's like a half bottle of this, and that looks like a grenade because it fits right in your palm. And you're, you're just um, walking around, just palmed out with this little horse. But the little, uh, the little fifty ml was like the coolest thing. Yeah, I'd ever just to seen. have it would have been cool. I know exactly where it was. I might drive up to Kentucky one day and grab because they also had one of these that was a fifty ml, and that that shaped bottle that was really yeah, it was the coolest thing ever. Do they make their own bottles at some of these places, or like do they have to? Not every, I mean, you can, a lot of the places, this is for sure a custom bottle, but they don't, I guess don't I've never it. been to Willet. Um, we're talking about Willet pot still for those people just listening, but, um, this bottle is specific to Willet. Um, and I'm sure they designed, but they don't make the bottle. I'm almost positive. You. Most people don't. A lot of the fancy glass will come from like Italy. Um, yeah, it looks like something my grandmother would keep her flowers in. But then you got, then you got, <laughs> yeah, it would make a cool lamp, like, oh, yeah, um, that would be cool. But then you got bottles like, uh, like this other Willet over here. That's the Willet Rye, and it's also the exact same bottle as that George T. Stag. You know, yeah, like just a, a lot of those, and that's the same bottle as like Penelope Bourbon, yeah. and a lot of them, and Eagle Rare. They all kind of use some of them use very similar. One of my favorite bottles. Just the design in general is that Sazerac rye, the six-year rye. Like it just looks like it would be something in like an old Western movie. No. You know, like in an old uh, saloon or something. But my dad used to drink this stuff growing up. Man, I cannot remember what it was. It had a skull on the top of it. Was it tequila? Maybe. But it had a skull on top. Wait, just the top? not the. I, I've but, seen... So it was like a glass ball. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like something you pour your your what is that called when you pour stuff in there? Uh, a decanter. It wasn't a decanter. It was literally a bottle that looked crystal and it had a skull on top of it. That's cool. Um, but I can't remember what it was called. I feel like I should know, but I just don't. I'll never forget for my twenty first birthday, my dad bought me a bottle of something. He's like, "What do you want?" And I asked for hypnotic. Yeah. You know why? Just because it was in a rap song. So oh, I, was like, I want some hypnotic. Hypnotic was that terrible. Was, that was the shit in high school, I hated though. It. I in hated high school, it. What is the blue. And, yeah. yeah, but just because I'm on hypnotic, I was like, I want that. Yeah, My dad's like, you have no idea what, what you're doing. I used to get hypnotic and Hennessy confused all the time because it's like you know, same demographic. Yeah, same beginning letter. It's I like that a lot. Mm. Well, good. That's Blams. Um, Blatanos. That's probably not one you just come home and like you know, on a Monday and, and just have open. a sip. Of. That's I mean, of, that's unless you're guy. rich, yeah. <laughs> like for me, I drink Blanton's. I don't know. Yeah, a couple yeah, yeah. times a month. I don't, no, you no, know. I get it. But, I get it. Okay, so now we're gonna go to the third category, which was the fun. Fun. Okay, and that's where I come in. Mm-hmm. I love fun. Fun, fun, fun. So this table's not level. All right. This is something I just started selling, but it's not a brand new product. A lot of people may have heard of it or seen it. All right. But I don't think they've probably had a full-on experience well, Let's with go. It. Let's see what it is. Okay. So. Show the camera. This is Howler Head. Howler Head. And this is the official whiskey of the UFC. <laughs> okay. One of the majority owners is Dana White. Ooh. Um. I'm a fan already. And uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley. Hey. He's posted a shit ton about it. So this is, this is, uh, (laughs) I think this is, I don't want to, I think it might be the next fireball. Really? This, like, this shit's going to be. It's going to take off. 
yeah, there's money behind it. Not yeah. just Dana's money, but like the right. actual like. There's advertising galore because of the people that Dana's with and all his. It's. And and the actual quality is good. So like it's got a platform. This is gonna be a perfect shot. Like I'm gonna get this on Broadway in Nashville at multiple okay. spots. And, and I feel like once it cranks at one spot, yeah, it'll be a domino effect. So I just gotta find the right initial home for it. Are but, you gonna have the Barstool account when it opens? I don't know. It's like um, right there, it, right off, right. It's on I know second it's on second. There's, there's one. I don't have the rest of second, like up. Yeah, like nor, northern I feel second. Like they but, would take that in a heartbeat. Um. Oh. Oh yeah. Because they're Dana gonna, and yeah. UFC. They're close. And yeah. Shug is one of Barstool's athletes too. So. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Sean I thought O'Malley, it was just Patty. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Sean, Sean O'Malley and Patty the Batty are two of Barstool's athletes. So. <laughs> Hell yeah. So if you do have so, it. Easy I could, I might ask for it. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I might ask for yeah. it because I would. I would ask for it for um, me. <laughs> all right, deal. Um. So this is Howlerhead. Okay. Banana whiskey. Ooh. So, and it it is not. I was so skeptical, man. I was like, come on. All right. Okay. Fireball. That's a lot, but like you know, it's proven itself. Right. And then we got Screwball and all these other peanut butter uh-huh, whiskeys. Uh-huh. And I was like, I I'm not a huge fan, but I don't hate it right. either. And then, you know, there was like, I had a bacon whiskey. I've had um, See, maple no maple whiskey. There, it's like people are, there's so much shit that comes out on a monthly basis. And I, I just thought, especially celebrities. Celebrities are putting out alcoholic products right. left and right. right. So I was, I was skeptical. It's um, easy. Their name sells everything. And it could be the biggest piece of crap ever. Yeah. Which most of them probably are. Yeah. But like, uh, it sells. Eight. I think it's called 818. It's uh, one of the Kardashians. Yeah, it's probably uh, trash. It's really, really, yeah. really bad tequila. Yeah. It's really bad. It's and just, I'm not just saying that. makeup but like, is actually bad. probably trash, too. That's probably Walmart <laughs> yeah. makeup, but they don't even use their own makeup. They yeah. just act like it. <laughs> it's the, the power of influence, man. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Howlerhead is actually a Kentucky bourbon. Okay. Um. So it's very different than from Fireball is what you're saying, but it's very much alike it. Yeah, so it is not... Just made in the lab. Um, There is some real science that goes into it. So I I only knew what they were talking about because I've made moonshine a lot. And when I'm making moonshine, I don't do it anymore. Okay. I'm I'm clean. But when when you do it, there's the first things when the still is running and the first couple drips that come off is generally methanol, which you toss out. You know, it's not good for you. And then the next couple drips that are coming, they're things that have a lower boiling point than ethanol. So it's these, it's chemicals, and they can make you feel a certain way. Have you ever had a Hefeweizen beer? Yes. You know how they have a, like, it, they're called esters. It's a chemical yeah. family, right? Compound family. So Hefeweizen has sometimes like a banana e quality. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So those are the, ex- that's a byproduct of fermentation. Okay. Okay. So the yeast is making the ethanol and alcohol, but it's also making a little bit of these esters. Right. And I've made moonshine before where when it comes off the still, you know, it's, it's way too high proof. You can't really smell it. Uh-huh, and then you uh-huh. put a splash of water in there and it smelled just like a green apple. Wow. I mean, or or exactly like a banana. Okay. It's crazy. Okay. And it's the exact same chemical that's in bananas or in green apples. Um, and it's naturally occurring. It comes from the yeast, right? Sure. It's a byproduct. Sure. Yeah. Um, so one thing that they do is they 
they isolate those chemicals when it's being distilled, those esters, those banana quality esters, and then they reintroduce them back into the whiskey. Hmm. Okay. So it's science, but it's also like not synthetic, if that makes sense. It's not fake. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if they sweeten it at all. It does, um, but it is eighty proof. I just saw so. sweetness on the back, but I didn't read it. It just says something sweetness. Yeah, I actually never. I've never read the bottle, but I just, I don't know. You just need to try. It. Yeah, so, yeah. turn it up. So, is this more of a shot? I want How, you to. Or do you want me? To sip? I want you to sip the first like two tiny sips, and then I want you to just throw it back like a shot. Jeez, that's. I mean, it, it's this is in a different category. Like when I said it's like a fireball. I mean, it's like a fireball in the fact of, like, it is, you are not going to mistake the flavor, right? Like, um, it smells. It's good. It smells good. It smells it's like, good. It's like, sometimes I smell it, and I feel like it's like banana bread and, like, nutty. And then sometimes I smell it, and it's just like banana runts. Dude, that is so effing good. I need some of this. Howlerhead. Banana's gone crazy. Yeah, that's right. We said banana flavor. Blended with the finest Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey we could get our paws on. You've got a kick of oak, a whirl of sweetness, and some straight from the jungle banana-rama goodness. Some people said we were monkeying around. They said convention is not to be trifled with. We heard them. There are whole cities full of people who do <laughs> people not trifling with convention for the rest of us. Welcome to our jungle. <laughs> I feel like he should have Bruce Buffer. Yeah, he totally should have. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> Welcome to our jungle. <laughs> it really is. It's good. It's, all right, let's throw the rest back. Dude, throw it I, back. I need to buy that. Where can I get that? I didn't know where I can buy it. Um, Or can I not buy it yet? No, you, it, no, you can buy it. Uh, I don't know exactly what liquor stores it's in right I now. I want that. Um, it's been in Tennessee for a minute, but not a long minute. Just a maybe like, I think, yeah, that shit's banging, right? That may be my favorite thing I've ever had in my life. It's it's a, it's a unique product, but it, the quality's there. The quality's there. Dinah, so, if you're watching this, you need to sign me to a deal to get on a Hyler's head. <laughs> and fuck the Mayweather. And put me with McGregor for his return. The greatest comeback ever. So... That's Welcome good. back to Whiskey Land, brother. <laughs> Thank you, good sir. All right, I appreciate it. You had some some low ball, some high ball, and some banana ball, baby. And now I got my balls back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I was I was blown away by Howlerhead. I I really 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 like that like a lot. It's one, it's gonna be on Broadway. Just give me some time. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Um, uh, I don't really go I, to Broadway a lot, anyways. But when well, I do, for the listeners out there. Howlerhead will be all over Broadway in Nashville. You heard it here first. Just give me a minute. This is when we need one of those buttons. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Damn son, son, where'd you find you this? <laughs> no, I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna. I'm. I'm gonna get it out there because I. The, it's just gonna. It's gonna crush. And then especially when we get some Howlerhead neons and some shot machines. Like they're not making that shit yet, but I told them I need some of that because you know maybe I can it's Broadway. Yeah. And and so like they're really tight with Happy Dad, like the Nelk Boys, yeah, right? Know. You know. Yeah, yeah. So um, and I sell that too. So there's gonna be a play there. I don't know. It's it's a hundred percent a shot. Like I think you could probably make some pretty good cocktails with it. But on Broadway, that's gonna be that's a, a shot. shot 
all day That's long. That's a shot, bro. What do you think? You got an idea? What? I don't know if I want to share it. I, I've heard that you do that with screwball, and it's like a, a Elvis shot because it's peanut butter banana. What are you thinking? Oh, I, oh, I did a, I did a Irish car bomb with it. Yeah, and I did it in a peanut butter stout beer, dude. And it was, it was good. There's so many things that Dana White could capitalize off with, like cocktails with this, like the takedown. Like the KO, like the, well, the, the one thing, shot. One thing that's happening like, is like, because there was like a little bit of like bad stuff with Dana in the media. Oh, uh, yeah, whatever. But like when you're talking about corporate stuff, yeah. they're backing off the Dana thing a minute, okay? Yeah. Uh, I'm not, he's not canceled. He's just paused. So that, like, right now he's not the face of the brand. Uh, he should be. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't disagree. Um, but the the word UFC you can use yeah. a little yeah. bit more loosely yeah. and like so freely, UFC, so, yeah. you can still say the takedown and stuff. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine having like a cocktail that came out in like a, a eight sided like glass that was called the octagon? Man, like I don't know. There's a lot of money in that shit. An right eight sided glass that does yeah the octagon. Like, there's a lot of money. I don't know. My mind just immediately my sports no, brain that, went that, with that. that no, that, like, yeah, I like it. Yeah. yeah. The chokehold, you know, like different mm. shots and the triangle, the triangle, the arm bar, the 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 headshot, mm. TKO, yeah, takedown. There's unanimous decision. That's well, like the favorite. That's the favorite one. Like <laughs> the unanimous decision. Everyone the decided staff favorite. This was it. Yeah. 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 Oh man, the banana split decision. Oh. Mm. oh. Throw uh, some rum chata in there, and it's like a little creamy, like a banana split. Oh, man. We need to stop, because they're going to take all my ideas. I mean, just, like, give us 20 bucks, man. Just give us 20, 20 bucks, 20,000. <laughs> Let's open these hatchies. Well, tried and true, baby. Well, we took you on a tour through alcohol, and we got on to Sorry talking. I went on a couple of rants there. No, I loved it. I loved it. And there's, you know, we got to talking about the news with Dana White and... BS about how he's being canceled and stuff. Yeah. And I want to talk about the news, too, a little bit. Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. There's something that's been grinding my gears this week. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. You've heard about all this stuff that's happening in Ohio, right? Yeah. Dude, why is it not getting national attention like all this other stuff is? Uh, I really, I'm not sure. I Um, feel like these balloons that were in the air. Was a distraction? Was a distraction because they're trying to do another one happened in Houston. I know. So honestly, all right. I did not mean to cut you off, but this is a it's high on my interest list as well. So yeah, uh, this morning I woke up at like four and I couldn't go back to sleep. So she's after whiskey is an interesting thing. (laughs) It's like water. Mm -mm -mm. So I woke up at four and I couldn't go back to bed. So I came out, sat on the couch. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm just gonna be up for the day. Yep, and um. I got on TikTok, you know, just trying yeah. to like, I didn't know what to do. So I got right, on TikTok. Right, right, right. And um, I saw another video that was talking about another train derailment in uh, Houston. Yeah. And then another one in North or South Carolina. Yep. And I was like, geez, what is happening? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, how often do trains derail? derail. Yeah. It is way more common than I thought. But with these chemicals on it? The chemicals, that's a different story, and I'm not talking about that, but how many trains do you think derail a year? Oh, I'm sure. I mean, probably thousands. What? 
You want me to give you an exact number? Well, seven uh, over the last thirty years has been seventeen hundred a year. Yeah, in the United States. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but not all of it's their fault though. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm just saying I don't think when I see a train, right? I don't think it's even possible for that m- to come off the track. Yeah, yeah. I like. But some like, of it, you got to think though. There's like cars getting in it, and there's like the tracks. Seventeen hundred a year. So there's something that happened. That's also like, in the news. Washington's all their train tracks have been destroyed. Like there's. I don't know about thing. that. Yeah. But that's five derailments a day, bro. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Five a day. Sure. In yeah. the nation. Yeah, and I I don't know if I see five trains in a day. I know I don't. <laughs> if I see a train, it's because it's preventing me from getting home. Right, it's, right. You know, Typically, but that's when I see it. I, I, I thought it was going to be like well like, like, under 100. Like I thought it was going to be like 50, something like that. I, I would have called 50 the high side of normal in right. my mind. Like right, I, right. And I, I didn't look in to see like are these. I think, though, that's probably one of the oldest ways of transportation that we have, though. Like how much new technology can you put into that? Yeah, but it's so simple. Sure. But are the tracks brand new? Like, they're not running brand new tracks. Like, these are the same tracks we've been using forever. I don't I don't know enough about the industry to, like, say anything. I don't disagree. But I, but I'm just like, I did not think it was going to be. It's still bizarre that two of these trains have had highly toxic chemicals. Yeah, the Ohio on one is not just okay. Blown, just it's derailed okay. and blown up. One, why are you transporting these materials on, on trains anyways? Like, what is it? What's the other way? What's it? the other way? I'm not saying, like, why are we moving them? Like, what are we doing with them? Like, what's the whole process? Like, Well, we... how do you get stuff? Vegas is in the middle of a desert. Right. Everything that comes to Vegas is imported, sure. yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like, how do you get it there? Train. Train but are these chemicals, or truck. But what are these chemicals used for? I don't know. What was it? Uh, vinyl chloride or something? I, I've not yeah. looked into what that's used for. Yeah. Um, but, like, why is it not getting national attention? Yeah, that part, I'm not sure. Biden riding a bicycle and falling got more national attention than this thing. I mean, there's fish dying, like, wildlife dying. There's food I know, they're dying. comparing it to there's, Chernobyl, which, right, is, which is wild. But what's even more scary is, like, what's the effect it's going to have on humans? We don't know yet. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it's in the atmosphere. I I don't know. And it was weird because yesterday in like Tennessee, like, did you notice how the clouds were like kind of eerie and kind of dark, like all day yesterday? Like they were awkward looking in Murfreesboro, at least. I did not. Notice. I was. I well, mean, I I did not notice. Well, I was just wondering, like, like when I'm looking outside, I'm like, they're low hanging, darker clouds. I'm like, man, is this like effects from that? Like, is this just something? I don't know. It was just yeah. weird. Because it was awkward, you know. It's been real super windy lately out of nowhere. Like, a lot of that stuff's gonna come down in acid rain too. You know, like there's oh gonna yeah, be, you know, it's gonna be diffused across. I mean, they, I, we should really honestly kind of look at some wind patterns, um, see kind of where it's going. Um, and I'm not a science guy, but if this non-science dude, I'm not a very book savvy. I'm not like one of those guys that reads into this stuff. But if I can start to see the problems with this thing. There's a that's, bunch of that's a problem. There's a bunch of problems. One thing that was like, you know, they say everyone evacuate like now, right? Yeah. And then it was not long and they were like, it's safe. You know, you can, yeah, come, yeah. You can come back. And then when people started coming back, there was all these fish and frogs and mm-hmm. like yeah, their yeah, pets yeah. were jacked up and like um So it's definitely Did I send you the thing from Netflix? I don't There's know. a movie being released this year on Netflix. Oh, with the same story about line? a train like, being yeah. derailed in Ohio that had yeah. chemicals in it and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Wait, it's in Ohio? Yeah, it's in, in Ohio. The plot? It's in Ohio. 
This is all taking place in Ohio. I mean, like, if we did live in a simulation. But is that not wild? Don't you think it would be so fun? Like, there's some dudes sitting in a lab. They're just laughing. They're like, look how dumb they are. Like, they don't even, like, we're telling them. Like, the Simpsons Same thing happened with COVID. Like, the year before, or six months before COVID or something like that, like, hit. They made a movie about the coronavirus taking over and shutting down America and all the countries and stuff like that. It's wild. Yeah. Like it's 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 to the point now to where I feel like we're getting played. Yeah, that's what the dudes in the lab are like. Let's throw as mid, as much of this obvious shit. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's good. I don't. I don't really. I, I don't like now, it either. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like. It. I'm just telling you. It, it's getting me very angry. <laughs> and I don't usually get worked up about this stuff. So do you think? But there, all right. So this whole UFO thing, also, I think it's on crap. February. I'm pretty sure it was February 10th when they yeah, shot down yeah, one of them. Yeah. Um, and that was the same day that they released yeah. a bunch of this Epstein files. Right. It's crap. You know. So like. So where's the UFO? Like where? Know. Where is it? I think one of them was shot down over the coast. One of them shot down in Canada. Right. So I don't so know. Like gone. if it's if it's like, in another if Canada it's in, got one and the ocean got one. Well. <laughs> They say they're looking for it. They yeah. found the balloon. The balloon is real. But is it really China? Or is it just us doing setting something up to be a distraction? Well, I heard that China told the United States they didn't have any right to shoot it down and they were going to use that oh, as as a as a uh like a reasonable act to I don't know, come at the US. Not not like attack, they're but not, like they were not. like you had no right to do that. Yeah. And blah blah blah. Give us our and balloon back. <laughs> it it just sounded like they were trying to start some beef yeah. using the balloon or something. But then like I don't know, there was another one over Latin America. I don't know if you yeah. saw the balloon. I don't yeah. know if that got shut down or not. I, I don't, don't know. know. It's hard to keep up. Well and then another thing is is like we hear all these things in the news and all these different things that are happening. Like if I'm any other country right now, because our government is so weak right now. So weak, and I don't really give a damn. I'm I'm not a Biden guy, and I'll say that because I don't care what people think about me. Um, yeah, I don't I don't like Biden. But like all their all their cap all the people in there are weak. If you want to do anything, make a flying saucer, make a little UFO looking plane, and send it over America, and watch how stupid we act. You'll yeah. distract us. You'll be able to take over our country in ten minutes because we'll be like oh, aliens are like. We will get so distracted. Do you by think that. aliens are real? No, I do. I don't. I'm not saying there's not other living organisms out there like bacteria and stuff. Sure, but like, I don't. I don't think they're real because of my my faith. If you would ask me this maybe ten, fifteen years ago, before I was a Christ follower, I'd have probably said yes. But I don't feel like that was a detail that God would have left out of His book <laughs> yeah. about aliens. Like that's a pretty big deal. Like. Yeah. Now, he does talk about how there's stars and other galaxies and stuff like that. I get that. But, like, and, you know, who knows? There's a lot of different contexts for the Bible that we as humans can't necessarily compute. Mm. But, in my opinion, no, I don't think they're real. But I'm not going to sit here and, like, I wouldn't, like, put my money on that and say, yeah, they're not real. I know they're not real. Like, because who knows? Maybe they are. Maybe I just didn't understand. I feel like now. I'm more than... I feel like I'm about 70% real. I think 70% of me believes they're real. 
So why would they not come here already? What do you mean? Like, why would we not noticeably know they were here? I think... Or would they not even come here? They'd be like, nah, we're good. A bunch of idiots. I think they might have... I think they might have been here for a minute. So they just, like, look like us? No, no. I don't believe that. I don't believe, like, they're walking around mimicking humans. Right. Um, But I do believe that they... Did you watch... I don't remember what the actual documentary was called, but Bob Lazar. He was on the Joe Rogan podcast. I I know who he is, but I didn't watch it. I'm not a... uh, I struggle with the whole alien thing. Watch this... Alien movies, alien science, alien... Like, I I don't do good with that. I, I don't think that it's necessarily what we think it is. Right. Um, I, but I do think, and just because aliens can travel further does not mean that they're smarter or more sophisticated. You know, like that's another thing. So one thing that I, I tried to explain to someone and and this could be a theory out there. I don't know. This is just something that I came up with on my own, but like our fuel source on earth is primarily what? Like fossil fuels. Fossil fuels, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, you know, cavemen learned to burn wood, and then we learned what oil and coal are, right. and, you know, and then we, you know, that kind of <clears throat> our fuel source for energy kind of set us up for a certain trajectory of technology and how it could move forward. Right. Right. Well, if, you know, you know, think big here, but, um, you know, in another galaxy, if there's another life that, has any similarity to civilization as we consider it. And they had their starting fuel source was different than fossil fuel. What if like they started somehow with a different type of nuclear or they started somehow. Yeah. Yeah, But but keep, keep, keep hearing me out. So it's kind of like black. They started, they have the vibranium that everybody wants. I know that's fake. Yeah. Okay. No, that is a good example because like once they found the specific fuel source, it allowed them to have a different route in technology technology. and um, evolution in general. Right. right? Right. Like, and so one thing that I think could be true is they could have had a different initial source. Sure. Their starting line was different. So you go in different directions. Now that might allow them to travel, you know, or, bend gravity and different do all of type, this type, type of, of stuff, right? Yeah, but yeah. that that doesn't necessarily mean like their social abilities are what we have. They right. might not understand leadership and um sure, sure. So I think it's a possibility that they've been they can get here. Right. And then but they might be studying how do how do humans interact with one another? How do they live 10 million people in a single city, you right. know, like there, there could be these whole social economic constructs that they haven't been able to develop. Right. You know, and they could be studying us. We think they're smarter than us because they can fly faster spaceships. Right. There's no other. Well, it's the same thing. Same scenario with the whole Black Panther Wakanda storyline. There's a reason that Wakanda is not on the map in the Black Panther movie. Like they want to stay hidden for a reason. Sure. And it's because there's some type of subtle weakness there. Yeah, they're cool. They can fight. They can do all this. But there's still something they're weak in, like whatever it may be. Yeah, and they want they don't want other people to have the exact they, same. Right. So, like, I get that part of it. I, I don't disagree with that. But, like, where are they studying us from? Oh, I, 
I mean, I like I, I don't like have an as, answer for as that. In a culture where we're at now, and as observative observative as we are, and tech savvy as we are, like I feel like somebody somehow some way mm-hmm. would have had like a legit video of something. Well, maybe you might have seen a legit video, but your skepticism. And the other ten fake videos that you've seen prior is going to skew your your belief, know. right? But the 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 Bob Lazar, that's his name, Bob oh, Lazar. Yeah. Well, I know who he is, um, and I watch that Joe Rogan episode. I listen to Joe Rogan all the time. But like, I well, you I know, this was like back in like the eighties or nineties. I don't know. It was, I think, it was the eighties. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we did not really have our technology advancement over the last thirty to forty years has been extremely exponential right oh like, yeah you yeah. know 70s i wouldn't even go 30 to 40 you can almost even go 5 to 10 and see how exponential it's been 80s is when computers like be, kind of right. began right yeah and yeah. like monitoring systems and all of this stuff and, and we grew up through seeing significant change in our our everyday life that's the era we grew up in for sure yeah and now it's going it's going to continue to right to to go but, even but more i don't even know if they'll the people now don't even re- recognize the drastic change but <laughs> my the point that i was getting at with that was we say we've been actually been able to even detect them for 20 to 30 sure. years. That's not a long time. No, no. So they might've been coming here for freaking thousand years. Man. Sure. They might've watched the Rome civilization. So fall. that's a like theory. They, that is a theory that, that ancient Egypt had aliens involved in it. Like yeah, in the pyramids and things like that because yeah. of the technology that, like, what are your thoughts on that part of it? I think, aliens aside, I think that it is highly likely that there was other extremely advanced civilizations on Earth that that, and something happened that wiped them out to where we sure there there is no reason there is no reason for humans to be advanced enough to build the pyramids and not be able to record that within our history. Right. There, there is no reason other than a complete restart. Sure. Death of all the past and the beginning of the sure. new. There is no reason. We we can't quite even do that today. Like, And that's just sure. a fact, especially with that precision. So for me... Aliens aside, whether there was, there's, you know, you hear people talk about energy and vibration and all this stuff. And right, there's definitely, right. whether you can, I, I, I feel confident I can believe in God and I can believe in energy and vibration in the exact same day. Like, sure. Um, some things are fact and some things are faith, right? So for me, fact is every, all right, you're made up of atoms, okay? Yeah. And every atom in your body is molecularly bound. Okay, it's gonna, it, it's bound to other atoms. Sure. Right? Um, Which, ironically, we in Faith's perspective, we started with Adam. Yeah, and I, yeah, I love it. <laughs> um, so Adam and Adam, here we go. Okay, so there's these, there's chemical bonds between these atoms that keep the atoms attached. Sure. Um, metals are a little bit different, you know, um, but organic matter, chemical bonds. Right. Um, single bonds, double bonds, triple bonds, it doesn't matter. Sure. There's bonds, okay? Quarter pound, half pound, three, three. And 
if you, I'm going to, I'd like to use a liquid as an example. Um, I'm just going to use this whiskey. All right. So if I put a liquid in a glass and if you shake this liquid, this, this glass shape and this liquid amount and the viscosity of this liquid, there is a specific frequency in which this thing prefers to resonate with. Sure. Okay. It's called a harmonic frequency. Mm -hmm. So if I start moving the glass slowly, you know, it just looks like nothing. And then I slowly start to speed it up. And like now it's kind of sloshing a little bit. Right. And I speed it up and then I speed it up. Now it's kind of going in circles and I speed it up. I'm not going in circles. It's going in circles. Right. Okay. Now it's splashing. Now it's splashing. But then, all right, right here, this speed, there's like a frequency in which this liquid wants to resonate with. Okay. The shape of the cup is messing with me a little bit. And then when I go faster than that, then it's no longer, now it, it's not resonating. Right. Right. Okay. So you can see like there was a certain speed in which it flowed. Okay, yeah. and it had a preference yeah. on that. Right, right. And if the sh if the, sh the cup was different, or the liquid was different, or the volume was different, that would change. Mm -hmm. But okay, well, each molecular bond or chemical bond has a specific frequency in which right. it likes to vibrate with energy. Right. So, and this is how we this is how we do a lot of science things as far as determine what chemicals are in there. Like if you do a chemical analysis, you're gonna. Um, it doesn't matter. There's sure. But, but the, that bond wants to vibrate at a circuit uh, at a specific frequency. Right. So it makes sense that the human body and, and the mind, which is, is a more advanced subject, but has specific frequencies in which it prefers to resonate with. Right. Right. Mm hmm. And I think having, and this honestly, the only person that I think has ever tapped into any of this is Tesla, Nikolai okay. Tesla. This this goes along with with a lot of his stuff. Sure. Um, but I think if you were able to fully understand that, like we fully understand fossil fuel, right? Mm -hmm. We pretty much we we fully understand nuclear energy, right? Yep. If we were able to understand this side of things. I think there would be a whole other level of um, not just like technology. When we think technology, we think electronics, but technology sure. as far as like um, ways to move things without actually touching sure. them and, yeah. and things like yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, have you seen videos of someone could take a, you know, the instrument, a didgeridoo? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they're vibrating that didgeridoo, but they mm -hmm. can lift up paper right. and pick it up and move it. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a that's a good, like, visual right. concept yeah, of yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. trying to say here. Um, I think something like that existed. Okay. And then something happened. And I don't you know. Shit. Could have been the damn asteroid with the dinosaurs. I mean, that you know, that shit was real. You don't think that was real? You don't think dinosaurs are real? No, I'm, I'm not. No, no, no. I'm listening to you. I. It's just hard for me to believe that. I don't know. So the pyramids got to survive all this, but the people and the dinosaurs, none of it did. You don't think it'd just wipe it all out? Well, it wasn't like a nuclear bomb that obviously some people did survive 
like but like if, you know if someone if someone survived in <laughs> in like China and then or Africa well shit Egypt's in Africa so if someone survived somewhere the asteroid shit wasn't like a nuclear bomb. A nuclear bomb, sure, it doesn't just. So why did they kill all the dinosaurs? I watched a video on this recently, and it was, it was like pretty mind blowing. It was it was like food resources and stuff. Well, at first, at first, because obviously when this happened, it was not. We weren't set. It was Pangaea, right? I don't know the answer to that. I don't know if it was Pangaea or not. Like I didn't know if the asteroid is what. Cause the tectonic plates to shift um, and separate the land, like something just abrupt like that. It without a doubt had an effect, but I don't know if I just a thought. I don't remember just a specifically <laughs> hearing that like the asteroid is what caused the continents to break apart and move around. Isn't around. it wild though that it's hard for us to wrap our head around? Like obviously, this history there's history and history books and stuff like this, but even though we're just reading about it. Like, we never got to go through this. Yeah. So, it's like, today, like, there's going to be generations down the road that we're going to talk about, like, all the crap that's happening. And people are like, nah, that didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. The 80s didn't happen. They wouldn't like sex or drugs and rock and roll. No Mullets, way. no one would ever no wear their way. hair like that. They, no No, way. it is crazy. <laughs> like, so that's why I'm kind of thinking of, like, it's hard for us. There's so many big ideas that... At times, for us as individuals who are obviously more small-minded than the ideas itself, it's hard for our small minds to wrap around some of these bigger ideas that are going on. Yeah. Like, I can't process... Like, there's some theories and stuff that I do believe in and I don't believe in, but, like... I just had an idea. Uh Uh-huh. And this coincides with faith. Okay. Well, first of all, I have a question. You know how, like, the Israelites were under Egyptian captivity? Mm Mm-hmm. And I know in some of the movies it portrays them building the pyramids. Right. Uh huh. As the slaves. Does the Bible say anything about the pyramids and like if that's what they were building? Or is it just kind of like we just assumed because that's what like we contributed the Egyptians with building? I'm not sure. I need to look into that. I need to look into that too. Uh, That's an interesting question, right? Honestly, I don't know. Because, you know, when I go to the Bible and I'm reading for myself, I'm looking for something that I need. Yeah. I'm not looking for, I don't give a crap if they're building pyramids. <laughs> I'm going to be real. But some so, of like the like, children's movies, they show detail, up like. Oh, yeah, like Prince of Egypt Prince, and stuff yeah. like that. Yes. And the story of Moses. I get it. Like, but like. And I believe in all that 100%. And honestly, sure, they, they just sure. found some stuff through the Red Sea that is. Mind blowing. Mind blowing. Proves. Proves that. I but, think because I actually had this conversation with your mom the other day. Um. I think because I found my faith so much later in life, it's so much harder for me to not feel that at at all. Like, I always will result back to God. Yeah. Because I'm younger in Christ than I am on this earth, almost. Now, I know God has been there from day one, but, like, me knowing Your relationship. My relationship is so much younger. Like, there were students I was teaching that I had to explain that to. Like, my faith in Christ... My relationship with Christ is younger than some of y'all's. Right. Like, y'all have known him since four or five years old. Like, Lincoln gave his life to the Lord at, like, six at our kitchen table. Yeah. Like, so, but I didn't do that. Yeah. So, like, it's hard for me to not think of anything else other than God sometimes when I'm thinking of these situations. But when I was talking to your mom about this, 
And it was like, because they've obviously gone through a lot of life stuff. I was like, I think it's so impressive that you guys have kept your faith through everything um, that you've gone through lately and still res- resolve back to God in the end. Mm. And then me, like, I don't know if I would have done that. Like, when I went through my stuff, like, mm. it led me to the Lord. It helped me get to him. That but, make, like, that makes during that season, I don't think. So, sense. in the same instance of things, like, I think that's going to come from a different mindset. So, for me that, personally. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I think this would be a better question. Like, the question you're asking about the Egyptians and the Israelites and the pyramids, I think that would become, from a more mature Christian, I think that opinion would be more valuable. For me, I'm going to just say yes. Yeah. Because I'm so young in it. You know also, you don't know, but you know what but you But I believe. also believe in God yeah. so much at this point in my life. Like, I'm in that honeymoon phase still. Yeah. Like, that I'm just going to be like, yeah, that, it happened. It yeah. happened. So, that's why I kind of still struggle with, like, the aliens and stuff like that. So, yeah. like, asking someone like a Mike or your mom, I think that would be a great person to ask. But me personally, it's so hard for me to wrap my head around anything. I just feel like God did it. Like, I don't know why. I don't know how. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you see in the movies of them doing, like, all their little anchor and rope systems It doesn't and stuff, always matter, doesn't right? Sense. Like, but, like, I guess if you have people that are doing it for 12 hours a day, like, lifting bricks and roping and climbing and doing stuff, no. maybe. But they, these are they wonders. Couldn't have. They but couldn't these are have. wonders of the world we're talking about. Like, where the where those, uh, it's like granite or limes, shit, I don't remember. But the site in which the stones of the pyramid were dug was like miles away sure you know, it's yeah. like oh well, i'm not disagreeing with it there's a i also taught history i'm not disagreeing with the thought process of it yeah like i i get it it's a mind-blowing factor i'm looking up something can't. i'm not ignoring you i just no, no, point, no. yeah go ahead this look. is relevant to yeah yeah i just can't detour away from the i mean just god did it somehow i don't know maybe maybe he was trying to prove a point uh so, there's something I'm looking. Oh, Nephilim. Okay, that's what it's called. Yeah. So, I this is something I recently yeah. kind of, and this sounds bizarre. Go ahead. Do you know what that is? I yes. Go, well, vaguely. You've Go heard ahead. of it. I heard the phrase. If you say some things, I may. And I, may I'm register. not well studied in it, so I really hope I don't sound True. dumb or misquote or lie or whatever. Well, but go ahead. I mean, it's not the first time we would the Nephilim. Misquote. Um. Was okay. So when when Satan left heaven, right? right. Um, and a bunch of the angels went with him, and then yeah, you know, they yeah. came down. Fallen angels, yeah. Um, some of the fallen angels were sexually attracted to humans, right? And they bred with humans. Yep. And that's where giants came from. Yep. So that's the Nephilim. The yep. Nephilim is. The yeah, I know. Lineage I, I know of, I'm there now. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, but for for the sake of people listening, continue. Um, <laughs> and that sounds so bizarre because I went I went so long. Right, I grew up as a Christian, and I'd never heard sure. of any of this. Yeah. Right, but like I believe like even Goliath was a descendant. I'm I'm right. I, I could be wrong, but um. So when they talk we about giants, that. that's that's what they're talking about. Is right. Part angel, part human. Right. Right. Um, but what if they were the ones? They were able to do things that 
normal average size humans can't. It's like even, not even outside the pyramids, like, like Stonehenge. Okay, sure. some of these other massive, you know, wonders of the world. One, yeah, exactly. I think that's something that should be given some thought. Yeah. And that also goes along with faith, right? Like, cause sure, it's it's spiritual in nature as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, there's a reason they're called wonders of the world because we will always wonder, you know, where they came from, how they were produced, what what happened. Um, I mean, Great Wall of China, same way. I mean, things crazy. Um, but I, you're not wrong, and that that makes more sense. In the lineage of faith, sure. Then just it makes sense as far as like moving heavy alien, things, but freaking aliens. Came it doesn't down. make sense <laughs> with the precision. Have you seen the or math? What if that's aliens? What the Nephilim? What do you mean? Yeah. What if that's somehow related to aliens? I mean, you know, what we, if we, they? We, but the, the Nephilim the would to... would explain how to move big heavy things like Stonehenge, but it would not explain the precision of the pyramids, like. Have you seen That's what I'm saying. have you seen what some of the math on the pyramid and how it oh, yeah, perfectly yeah, yeah. coincides to different Yes, yes. I've seen all ratios that. of the yeah. human I, I taught earth. history. I've seen that. Yeah, it's wild. I mean I took history and I never learned this shit. I don't know if it's in the books, man. man. It's it's no it, oh my gosh. It's crazy. Today's books in middle high school, it's in there. On how it's like perfectly with all the the different lines and stuff, the how it equalizes and balances the earth. Yes, and how that's in there. Oh yeah, yeah. Like that's interesting. But it's I don't know. We could rant on this forever yeah. because there is a lot. Because I feel like we both. Now, obviously, I, I told you like I'll result back to faith. But because I both feel like we can critically think enough to where it'd be like we can go to faith, but then we can go back to realism of. Oh, I've been doing that my whole life, people, man. People, like, yeah. we're thinking about us personally yeah. building a pyramid. Yeah. It ain't gonna happen. Did you hear that they're about to um, reintroduce mammoths into the Arctic? Yeah, I've heard all this cloning stuff. That's kind of crazy. I don't think it's gonna happen. Like, I have no I've idea. I've seen so many sci-fi movies that say this is a bad idea. <laughs> That's Jurassic Park. Um, but this is just a start. If the mammoth works, the human mind gets curious to go to the next thing. Yeah, I don't know if they have actual... I don't know if they have ability for all of it, like as far as um, uh, like viable DNA. That Oh, I'm not worried about dinosaurs. I'm, more, I'm so much more worried about them starting to clone us. Oh, yeah. I mean... That is where things get freaky. Because then <laughs> these tyrannical leaders never die. Or then even at that point I love Elon Musk with the Neuralink things. That's a little wild. It's, Have you seen the video with a monkey with Neuralink? Yeah. And yeah. I love Elon, but he's and he's the monkey was playing Pong. Mm-hmm. And then they took the controller away when they stuck the Neuralink in, and he was still doing the game of Pong and yeah. winning without touching anything. It's wild. Yeah, I don't like it. I mean, but I, I mean, every single thing, pretty much within the brain, is 
elect electrochemical like it, it's it's it does make sense to a degree Somewhere. of like how Somehow. it works you yeah. know but yeah well i feel like this is a good pausing point yeah before we get on another oh yeah rant. because like i can already tell we're about to go on a joe rogan three-hour episode if we keep going mm-hmm. <laughs> and how long have we been going i, I have no know. idea but we got in some deep conversation. Yeah. I liked it. I think this would be the perfect segue. This conversation we had, you were talking about your buddy Jesse. Mm. This would be the perfect oh, yeah. segue to having him on like another, yeah. like in the next couple of weeks, an episode. Yeah, maybe we get him on next week. He's a, he's a flat earther. Flat earther. And I got questions. Yeah. He's got, well, I'm not going to say anything. Let's just get him on. Let's get them on. Yeah, let's get them on. Let's get them on. I got questions, especially that deal with everything that we just talked about. Also, um, I just think they'd go hand. Like, I'd just be good. It'd be good conversation. When Jesse gets going, I'm gonna have to wrangle him back in. You know, like because well, he's gonna go on a rant, and when he goes, he goes, and it might be 20 minutes, and that's, that's just fine. We got three ranters here. We got what? Three ranters. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I thought you said three granders. I maybe, did not know maybe we, maybe that's an episode we we go and find one of those old uh, debate clocks, and we like wind up and say, "You got sixty seconds on the clock, go argue your point." <laughs> we have like yeah, a legit, like, like presidential a debate, debate. yeah. <laughs> and then when it goes, when it rings, we stop. That'd be good. Him versus Mike. <laughs> oh, that could. Be. What if we're the interviewees? Yeah, there's four of us. Yeah, because Mike's gonna be home. Oh yeah, we get Mike and Jesse. We, we do a Mike, debate. We need Mike on here a couple of times anyway. Let's get Mike on the next couple of weeks since he's home. It'll give All him right. something to do. Even if we have to take our shit there, we can do that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but I think he'll be fine. He's one of those guys that he's gonna want to get out of the house. He's gonna be All a right, three to yeah. five day. Guy. Mike's about to have surgery, so yeah, he's gonna be home up. for like a month. So prayers up to old father-in-law, daddy O. Yeah, when's his surgery O tomorrow? Shit. Yeah. I'm here for you. <laughs> I think no one told me um, that. Oh, no, you've known. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I had to remind your sister, too. It's okay. It's tomorrow? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just uh, maybe give them a ring tomorrow and be like, hey, I hope everything's going well, like a text or something. Oh. We're praying for you. I'll text you in the morning to remind you again. Appreciate it. <laughs> like, if you're watching this on Friday, because I know you watch them on Friday, Chase knew. This was just part of our segue. This was part of our episode. We read it in there to make it seem funny. We love you enough to. Yeah, they to were, I knew. He knew. Man, I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> in your sleep. Well, in I don't your know. Sleep. All right. <laughs> hey, we appreciate you, Hecho. Thank you, Hecho. Thank you. Uh, delicious drink. Get Tequila you a soda. Uh, and baby Yoda. Those are the two <laughs> things I love. Tequila soda and baby Yoda. Well, until next time. I'm the beard. I'm the bun. Get you hetchy. Subscribe now.